You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We are going to jump right into our NFL segment today, and we are going to start this conversation talking about Sam Darnold, um, who is or was a Jets quarterback. Um, He will be heading to the Panthers. And I wanted to hear from the guys, do you think this is the move necessary to kind of revive his career? Um, Do you think he'll excel in Carolina? Um, Can anyone excel in Carolina? That should also be a part of the segment. And um, just your general thoughts. I'm a big time believer in Matt Rule. I think if, if Matt Rule can turn around anyone's career, if anyone can turn around Sam Darnold's career, it'll be Matt Rule. And let's be honest, the Jets are a cursed franchise. Like, it's like going to the Cleveland Browns. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, they, they played well last year. But when you go to the Cleveland Browns, you know it's like, man, it was nice playing football. My career's over. So I think that Sam Darnold will be a good quarterback. Does that say he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback? That say he's going to be a great quarterback. But I think Matt Rule will be able to turn him into a NFL starting quarterback player, and I think the sky is this, this, I think this, this, the the sky is bright for a team like the Panthers because you know how many more years Tom Brady have to rule, and then Drew Brees just retired. So I mean, I think the Panthers have next in the next couple of years. So I like um, I like um, Matt Rule. Yeah, I agree. I think this was a a great trade for both teams. And now Donald gets to be uh, with a team that's somewhat stable, not not all over the place as the Jets. The Jets is just a bad luck charm. <laughs> they had a good quarterback. Donald was a good quarterback. He had the ability to do, but he had nothing around him. So now he goes to a more stable franchise and he gets to start all over. And the Panthers are, you know, somewhat stable since they got rid of GM, who happens to be the Giants GM now. They've been turning things around and, you know, working. Yes, they had a couple of outs with getting rid of um, Cam Newton and a couple of older players. I guess they live by rule, get them out early before, you know, get them while they get them out while they're good versus while they're, you know, trash. So, so I think this is a perfect spot for Sam Donald. We'll see what his projection is career. He's an accurate quarterback. He's able to go through his progressions, and he'll have a decent line. So I'm good, good with him. The reality is, who knows? Like, this is to be determined for me. Um, Sam Darnold, to me, could be a bum. I, don't, I just don't remember nobody from, like, leaving the Jets situation. They got drafted the Jets, go somewhere else and just kill. You know, Jets might curse people, like Evan said. So he might be forever cursed. Um, when I watch Sam Darnold play, I see a regular NFL quarterback. It's nothing that he does to me that just stands out and says, yo, let's get him on our team and we're going to the playoffs. We're going to fight for a championship. So I'm not really in the camp for Sam Darnold uh, just, just changing everything around in Carolina. I still think he got to worry about Teddy Bridgewater still, at, still in that starting spot. Um, so I'm not really uh, – it's not like a big news thing for me. He has to prove himself. So, because I, I don't know if it was just just him or it was just the Jets, because I didn't think he was that good. Here's why I, I guess I'm rooting for 
um, Sam Darnold to be able to pull this out. Sam was drafted to the New York Jets. Like I can just end the sentence there and everyone would understand the pain in being <laughs> drafted to the Jets. Um, a Jets team that I don't believe made the playoffs since 2010-ish, maybe, like around that time frame. Um, and he was drafted as the quarterback that was supposed to save the organization, right? Like, you are our savior. We want you to come and perform. We want you to take us to the next level. We want you to elevate us to be a good team again. What people have to understand is no matter how bad the Jets are, when you come to New York for any team, the weight of the expectation is a lot. Then you have to deal with the fact, with the fact that you are on a team that just hasn't performed well in years and years and years. And so I think it was a lot for him to handle being in a Jets uniform. Um, needless to say, like his first play ever was like an interception to like a Lions player. Um, so that didn't help starting his career off on a good foot. So I think what this Panthers um, assignment does for him is A, he don't have to be the savior of the team. You know, the, the Panthers have at least been consistently mediocre for their whole franchise, right? Like they're not horrible. They're not like the best, but they're okay. They're okay. Um, and so that weight is not on his shoulders. I think he would now be in a space where he can succeed. He can excel. He'll be under like pretty decent leadership. And so I think this is like a career reviving move for him. And I would not be surprised if he comes, you know, if he does really, really well in Charlotte. Like you're asking people to do a lot um, being drafted to that Jets team. And that's just my opinion. So my, my question would be this, though, mm -hmm. if he was that good, right? This is a question, mm -hmm. an open question. If he was that good, would anybody like just let him go like the Jets did? Like, if I was a Jets, I'll do anything to pay that man. That's where he can stay. New GM. The GM doesn't want the GM. You know how GMs are. They want to bring, they want their stamp approval or their stamp on everything on the team. So they have a new GM. And, and Donald's not the quarterback. He, um, new coach, new GM, the, and new regime. Donald is not a part of that. They have opportunity to pick one of these high um, quarterbacks, top five. I think the Jets got number two. You know, it's not Trevor Lawrence, so I think Zach or uh, one of the two top quarterbacks, and the GM can start his regime with that and be and be questioned or be um, compared to what he has brought in. So Donald was expendable; his contract was about to be up, and the GM said, "You know what? Let me. St I better take a shot on someone else than this guy. He wasn't bad. He's to me, he had an opportunity to be at least a systematic quarterback." But he had to have a team around him to help him progress, and he didn't have that. Dysfunction, Jets is dysfunctional. That's it. Dysfunctional. I've seen it as a Giants fan. I've seen him close. They're just dysfunctional. It's been two since 2000, they made the playoff. It's just dysfunctional. So I think it's better for both of them to just separate. And I, I know your question should you stay with Donald? Should you? 
if it's like, you know, it's not your guy. So what do you care? And you don't see anything there that you want to hold. So you know what? Get rid of him. So it's easy to get rid of him, get a new quarterback, say, this is my, this is my quarterback I'm working with. Smaller salary. Don't have to pay him big and then go forward. Fair enough. Well, time, like I said, time will tell. We'll see how he does, but I won't be surprised if he, you know, if he does well uh, with Carolina. All right, let us transition. And so this week in the news, we got some really unfortunate news about former NFL player Philip Adams. Um, he committed a mass shooting. He killed six people and then killed himself. Um, included in the people that died was a doctor who they believe was his treating doctor. Now, obviously, a uh, patient's medical history, what he was being treated for, that's not information that's going to be public or privy. Um, but he killed a doctor, the doctor's wife, um, and two of their grandchildren. And I just wanted to know, A, how, I mean, this is just a sad, sad story. But I want the guys to kind of think about, like, how much they think this may or may not be connected to just his NFL career. Because I think we try to talk about the NFL in a vacuum, but we really don't think about the repercussions of playing a sport that is this violent. So do you think there may be a correlation there or somebody who just kind of went off the hanger? So it's interesting, you know, with CTE, you deal with people who face depression. So most times when people, when you think someone has CTE and they're testing his brain for CTE injuries now, um, they kill themselves. I don't know if there's ever been a case where someone's killed other people than themselves with CTE. So, um, and like you said, we, we don't know the extent of his medical history, his mental health history. Clearly he had some mental struggles. Um, so I do think that it will be interesting to see what we find out. If they do find out CT, then it's definitely connected to the NFL. Because his father seems to suggest that, um, I believe you said this, Dion, his father seems to, to, to suggest that the NFL is what messed him up. Yeah. This is a really, really, really sad story. And I, I would have to think, of course, I'm not having like an expert opinion or anything like that, but I would think it was related in the sense that um, it's hard to transition for a lot of athletes. Um, he got paid for being violent. You know, um, there's a lot of pressure uh, being a professional athlete. Uh, there's stress on a different level than the, than the regular uh, society, civilian. Um, so I, I, I'm really, I really think you can correlate what happened um, to back to his playing days and what he suffered from. And it probably has something to do with the CTE, like Evan was saying. Um, nobody's sure, um, but it's, 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 very, it's very dangerous because now you got to look at these, these next up and coming athletes and what protocols is in place for the mental health and for the treatment for the NFL. Because it's, it's a lot of these stories that's coming out, not on this level, but it's a lot of stories coming out with uh, NFL players being depressed and that depression turned into an aggression. Um, and, and even times when they commit suicide, um, like we see here. So it's a sad it's a sad case. Um, you know, prayers go out to every, everybody involved. And I really, help, I really hope that the NFL steps up 
so uh, we don't we don't uh, see this event happen again. Yeah, I definitely agree. It, and prayers to the all who's involved and lost loved ones. It's it's sad. Children and you know, it is so sad. And and NFL really have to have do something in the sense of the NFL really have to do something in the sense of aftercare for these players. And you know, they don't have to have a requirement once you played a game or two, you know have some type of aftercare for these guys, mental treatment, something, because it's, this is abnormal. And, and it's just so sad to come to that point, right down the block from us, literally, you know, we're in, we're in North Carolina, Charlotte, and Rock Hill is like 30 minutes away from us. It's just un, unheard of. And think just to go through that, it's so hard to talk about. It's, it's nerve wracking. I hope they, really considered something you know for these players especially with mental health and you know and they know their background they draft some of these kids they do so much investigation on their background they should know what they have at hand you know the nfl not, don't spend all that money on you know less of a talent so they draft people based on talent do background checks understand everything so they should be have do something for aftercare they have they have billion dollar industry more enough resources and access to do and to help if they want to. So I hope the player association look into this and they start doing things so we won't have more situations like this in the future. I mean, what's, what's, I, I just, sorry, Dion. I'm just, I just not, I'm not recalling like other sports that had the same issues with their former players as much as the NFL does. I just don't see it as much, especially like in terms of these types of incidents. Uh, baseball I had agree. and basketball had but not you're right not that like uh, on on very low levels though correct. i mean like it'll be like a one-off case so like oh wow like this happened to another professional athlete in another sport and i think what stories like these do is i agree with everything the guy said this is a really sad story and what makes it even sadder is we don't really know like the true source of what kind of began this downhill spiral in, in this athlete, right? We can sit and make judgments all we want. We just don't know yet. Um, I think what this incident is going to do, because like when it comes to the NFL, like an incident would happen um you know will smith made the movie called concussion and then the nfl was like okay okay we're we're gonna address this and what happens is things die down right lately how often have we heard in the last few seasons about how important you know the the health of these players are after concussions like we know they have concussion protocols and you got to come out the game and stuff like that but things start to slip back under the radar. And I think as fans, we were getting comfortable with the idea like, oh, it's handled. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is good. So I think at the very least, um, this is gonna open up a new microscope. Um, once they um, analyze his brain and see what was happening, if they can link this to his time as an athlete, I think the NFL has to do more, right? And Phil, you brought up a really good point because I think the NFL tries to take care of athletes while they're players, but we don't really hear much or we don't know what's being done even when they transition on into different aspects of their lives um, and new careers. And so I think that's really important. Um, 
when I was reading about this, um, what was I going to say? Um, I read that Adams, he suffered two concussions in three games in 2012. Over the course of three games, he suffered two concussions. And that was alarming to me because I'm like, if he suffered one, I, I mean, I don't know why he's, why he was back so quickly and then suffered another one like in such short succession so I'm like that's so traumatic on the brain so I'm really curious to see um what comes from like the medical review of him because that is a lot in a short period of time like you know a player may have one or two concussions a season but not in two or three weeks like that's very concerning to me and um, I think that's, that's something that, that should really be evaluated. But it just goes to show, like, we love this game. We're fans of the game. We love to watch it. But there's so much deeper implications um, that affect players physically, mentally, emotionally um, that goes into this. And unfortunately, a story this serious has to happen for us to to really start viewing it in that lens in a deeper lens so prayers go out to his family because you know they're grieving as well they they lost their son their nephew what have you um and my prayers go out to all the families involved as well i was going to say the last thing i was going to say too this kind of reminds me like if i can like kind of like compare it's like military you know, like PS, uh, what's it? PS, post-traumatic, post-traumatic PTS. Okay, PTSD. <laughs> right. So it's like the same thing. Like um, football, in terms of you train to kill, being aggressive, and I feel like they gotta, they kind of, kind of review that and how and look at that and see, like, what are we actually training these guys from their from their upbringing? You know, what are we training these guys to do? Yeah. And now, um, you know, I'm just that's just something to think about too. Maybe yeah. maybe the culture. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think something really big is they need to invest on like post post career kind of support, not saying the NFL don't have it. It's just, I don't know of it. And I feel like if we keep hearing stories like these years later after people retire, where they commit, whether it's suicide or violent acts, we, you know, there has to be something in place to, to help these players post NFL. So we'll see. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at A Lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is A Lady and Some Dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's A Lady A and D, some dudes. Until next time.